Okay, everyone, welcome to the Dynamic Leaders Podcast. I have Jamie back here with me. Jamie, what are we what are we calling these? Uh, is it the Jamie Collins chat? Is is that what you had put for the the image that you'd made? That was the very creative title that I came up with so far. Maybe we'll come up with something better in the future. But for now, I guess we're going with that. Um, these are all kind of be kind of centered around entrepreneurship and discussing that journey with you. But I haven't come up with anything yet. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like it. It's I just wanted to make sure I was getting it correct. And so we're, like you said, going to be doing this episode is going to be like pretty entrepreneurial focus. Jamie came up with a really great idea for some of these episodes where we could talk a little bit more entrepreneurial versus how we talk mostly about leadership and culture in, in most of our episodes with our guests and so on. So I think Jamie's got a really cool concept here and I'm going to let her take over in just a second, but just wanted to let you know that this, this episode and a few, uh, at least a few episodes that we're going to be doing after that are going to be part of this like little mini series that we're doing here. So Jamie, take it away. Thanks so much. Yeah. And I think, I think the chat kind of works. I wanted to just sound like we're having a conversation. That's a big <laughs> part of why I decided to join in the Academy was because I wanted to learn from you. So this is kind of just our normal conversations, but now recorded. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, so one of the questions I had for you that I thought would be a kind of a good starting point besides just our year interview is talking about learning how to start your own business, but also diving into mentorship and how you find mentors specifically. And I think that extends far beyond just entrepreneurship, whether you're, you know, in a certain career path or you're a student athlete, I think finding mentors is so valuable. And I think it's kind of something people talk about being important, but they don't explain how do you find them or what is it like to reach out to them or how do you set expectations and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loaded question to, to start. <laughs> we, we do the we hard, hard... <laughs> what we're going to what I'm going to be asking. So Colin has no idea when we sit down to record this, he has no warning. So this is kind of off the cuff for anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, it is better this way. Like you said, it's it's just a regular chat, just like if we were talking not recorded. And so I'm going to answer the second part of the question first, the mentorship part, and then I'll go back to talking about like starting a business and things like that. Uh, mentorship, to your point, was something that I was interested in before I started my own business. And I know a lot of people are interested in like within their own industry, their their line of work, etc. And it's definitely a very hard thing to figure out, like how to find a mentor. Um, and it's even difficult, I think, to figure out how to best be a mentor of a mentee. And so I'll talk a little bit about both sides, because I've done both before. I'll talk about the mentor side first, I guess, because I have less experience there. The When when somebody reaches out to me for advice, um, I so I'll skip over the, the part where what I'll talk about when I'm trying to look for a mentor, because I'll be giving away secrets, I guess. Um, but if, if we were having a, a meeting right now, and you were my mentee, and I was your mentor, I'm coming into this conversation with specific items that I want to talk about with you based on what it is that you're looking for. And that seems like very simple, 
Uh, but a lot of times, like whether it's a formal mentor relationship or whether it's like a one-on-one -on -one manager relationship with an employee, like so often you just end up sitting on a Zoom call or sitting on a call and talking about nothing. <laughs> um, and like, it's great to catch up and talk about your personal life and build meaningful relationships in that way. But you also want to make sure that you're, you, because time is so valuable, you want to make sure you bring that value to the person who reached out to you because as we'll talk about in a minute it's not very easy to to reach out to somebody that you may look up to or um, that you want to get advice from etc and so i come to that and i always ask my mentees to also come with questions um, additional questions from you know maybe the first conversation that we have i usually try to have like just a, an exploratory or discovery call like we call it when we're um, doing our sales process with with the academy before we like formally or informally enter into a mentorship agreement because i want to make sure that if it's a one-time thing that's fine like a lot of times that's what it ends up being like they just have very specific questions about one thing and we get through it in one session and then i never hear from them again and um, in some ways it makes me sad but in other ways like again I'm, i don't want to just waste their time just to be like oh i have seven mentees that that i'm working with right now like that doesn't matter to me um, but if it's going to be something that's going to be more recurring, whether it's like a monthly or a weekly, however often we're going to do it, then I want that person that I'm mentoring to also come with questions and then take notes like throughout the session or whether it's mental or written and ask me questions because I'm, I'm sure there's going to be questions based on things that I'm going to talk about. Um, and so I tend to be like a little bit more detailed with things as you know, um, and a little, I guess, as a result, a little bit more structured with my approach versus just like letting it happen. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, I continue to have people reach out to me and, and ask for advice and help and things like that. So it must be working to some extent. Um, I'll switch over to the, the asking for a mentor side, because this is obviously the, the part that even I, as, as a business owner, have way more experience trying to figure out and navigate. I remember the first time I started looking for mentors, I was still in HR and recruiting, still living in Syracuse, literally had no idea how to go about it. And um, ended up connecting with a really nice woman who was in HR. And um, that's all I remember about her. <laughs> this was that she was really nice. Um, I don't remember having any type of like mind blowing conversation because I just didn't know, I didn't know what to ask. And um, this, the encounter, I guess it didn't scare me away from asking other m mentors for their time, but it definitely made me stop and pause to say like, okay, what am I actually looking for when I say I want a mentor? Like, um, I don't just want somebody who's going to be really nice to me. I, I want somebody who can give me valuable insight, um, tell me valuable information, et cetera. And um, so I, it took a long time to, this was probably like seven years ago when I had that encounter with that woman. Um, and I didn't really start getting, you know, mentors that were meaningful until about like two years ago. So there's like a, a three, four or five year gap between, like when I actually start to get something out of, out of a relationship like that. Um, it's very hard to ask people, especially people that you look up to for, for their time. And um, a lot of times it, it ends up being free time 
for lack of a better phrase, like you, you don't pay them money. Um, but what you do is you, you validate their expertise in things. So like when you're afraid to reach out to somebody because you don't have a budget to pay for mentorship, a lot of times mentors will do it for free because it, it's, it's feels good for them. Like every, it feels good for people to, um, to be an expert on a subject. Uh, so it, it's, it's a good feeling for the mentor. That's, that's something that you can give back as, as a mentor um, and as a mentee, your, your, you making that person feel good is, is something that you're giving them as well. So that's how the, the, the relationship kind of works if there isn't money involved in the transaction. Um, again, I try to be as very like direct about what I'm looking for. So um, I've had three pretty big mentors over the past two years um, and they've all been different like capacities in my life. One was very business focused um, so like business ideas, working through challenges, especially during COVID, uh, et cetera. Um, one was very industry specific. So learning about like leadership in the athletic space, um, and learning about it from somebody who had like 40 years of experience, not just in sports, um, but also at a, at a military level. Um, and then, the third one um, was a mentor for like the coaching side of things to learn the coaching landscape a little bit more, what coaches are doing really well these days, where they have challenges, et cetera. So each of my mentors offered like very specific guidance and advice to particular areas that I was interested in. And very rarely would we venture off talking about those topics and conversations. And we would meet, different most most times i recommend like once a month um especially if it's a free thing like i don't want to be sucking up all their time when they could be with their team or um building their own business etc um, but once a month is like enough where you can take the things that you learn in a conversation and apply them over the course of that that time between that call and the next call and then come into that next conversation and be like okay this worked this didn't work but this was really interesting and just have a conversation. That's how you build off of, of everything from that first conversation, for example. So um, the last thing I'll say about mentorship really quick is um, it's always great to send a thank you note. <laughs> uh, it should go without saying, but um, I feel like it, it probably happens far less than I believe it does. Um, at the very least, send an email. Um, if you want to go a step and above every once in a while, or every time, it depends on what type of person you want to be, um, send a handwritten note. I actually just put one in the mail today. So it's like crazy that you, uh, that you asked me this question. And if she is listening to this episode, she'll probably have gotten it uh, already. Um, but I, t I was just reviewing my notes with her over the course of the last seven, eight months, because we've known each other for almost a year now. And I was like, wow, this is some of the things like where I needed reminders. And, and I was glad that I looked at it again in that sense. Some of the things were just like sharpening my, my mind again. But I came out of reviewing those notes, feeling as energized as I did or as I do when I do a mentoring session with her. And so I like I wrote that in the note. Um, I, I wrote down like some really key things that st stood out to me in the, in the convert or yeah. And all the conversations that we had that I written down notes and um, I don't, I don't need her to respond to me. I don't need her to like validate it, but 
I'm guessing it's going to be a good feeling for her. And that makes me feel good. And like part of living life, it's just like feeling good about the things that you do. So um, it, it was just, you know, one of those things that I wanted to do for her. She's been so great with her, her gracious with her time and, and everything. And, um, you know, I just felt it was the right thing to do. And um, I think that is probably going a step above, but like, that's, that's who I am. And um, if you really want to build me meaningful relationships with people, then I think you need to like go a step above just a, a transactional email every once in a while. So um, yeah, mentorship, definitely tough, um, but highly, highly recommend you find the right person to do it for you. Um, if you, if you can't do it, uh, the entrepreneurial side, uh, I'll be brief on this and I could definitely answer specific questions if, if you want. Uh, when I was starting my business, I had literally like the smallest amount of education you could think of on how to do it. <laughs> um, I think I read one book, uh, I read one book and maybe had like two conversations with people via LinkedIn and was like, all right, I'll do it. Pretty much everything I've learned from an entrepreneurial standpoint has been on my own. Um, but also again, having conversations with other business leaders and uh, business owners and things like that. So, uh, but I don't know that I think like the, the trap, not just the trial and error, but asking people for feedback is what has sped up my growth path as, as a business owner and as a business leader. Um, th so that's the part I wanted to make sure that I talk about is the feedback, like asking people for feedback. Um, I started it with my podcast and that's how my podcast grew from being a hundred downloads a month to 300 downloads a month forever to 500 one month. And now for the past six months, we've averaged over a thousand downloads um, and, and everything. So um, feedback goes a long way in making not just yourself better, but your products, your services, everything that is a part of your brand better. So I would say from an entrepreneurial standpoint, if there's one thing to take away from this conversation today on that point, it's feedback is key to your success. That makes a lot of sense. I love that you mentioned feedback. I think that's also sometimes difficult for people to hear um, or they have an expectation of what is going to be said and they're looking for validation and instead they might get some constructive criticism, but it's it's really helpful. And I think um, with that too, feedback and then also, I know for me, one thing that has been really helpful is learning from other people's mistakes. So sometimes it's asking, you know, for that as well as like, what has their experience been like? Or, you know, what what was their biggest learning point? So it's kind of in the same way that I'm asking you, asking other people, you know, what were some of their biggest takeaways? So that's really helpful. And I love everything you said about mentorship. I have always struggled with that. I think it's difficult to A, find someone that you think would be a good fit and then B, taking that leap to actually ask them because it takes a part of you that's being vulnerable to be like, hey, I think you're really great. And it would be super helpful if you could give me some advice and it would yeah. be a lot. And that can be a scary conversation because there's always that chance that they say, no, I don't have time for you. I don't know who you are. <laughs> you know, And they're busy too, right? You know, usually the people we're asking are, you know, a step or a few steps ahead of where we're at and are likely very busy. So it's, it's a tough, it's a tough conversation. Um, I think one of the questions that came up for me as you were discussing it is how important do you think it is to find someone that's kind of in the exact field? It sounds like you have people that combined all are super relevant, but maybe 
individually, no one is doing the exact same thing you're doing. So I think sometimes we get stuck like, okay, I need to find someone who is doing what I'm doing, but they're just a little bit ahead versus like, okay, I could learn this from this person and then something else from someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, I definitely have somebody like that in my life, Bobby. Um, we're, we're just, we're friends. Like we've been friends since we played soccer together when we were like six years old and we've stayed in touch all these years. And we have conversations pretty regularly, like monthly basis where we're, whether it's like a texting conversation or an actual phone conversation where we're talking about the industry, we're talking about what's going on, what's frustrating us, uh, what, what we're enjoying and, and everything. So I definitely have those, uh, type of conversations. Um, I don't know, you know, like trying to decide what's more effective um, is like, I don't know that I can do that for, for a listener, for example. Um, I think that it, the biggest thing is to, to first identify if you're, if you're looking for a mentor, why are you looking for a mentor? And if the reason you're looking for a mentor is because you want to learn like what I had told you where I, I I'm taking aspects of what my business model includes, but they're very like niche parts of the business, the coaching side, the development side, and then the business side. Um, and so they were, they were all different areas. And then, and then I have Bobby who I talk with all the time as well. And, and he's like that person who is ahead of me, even though we're the same age, he's been doing this work longer uh, and has more credibility, has established himself longer, et cetera. So, and he's somebody that I've, I've looked up to for, for a long time, not just in this industry, but um, you know, we, we were able to stay friends. I mean, he was a lacrosse player. I was a baseball player. Like we've had, you know, a number of different, like interest in, in our lives and we still stay friends and find commonality and, and things to talk about. So um, I think the biggest thing is, is first identify what you're looking for. Um, and if you can, like, it's, it's hard for me to, um, you know, know if, uh, well, like take a, take a general like marketing, for example. Um, and you want to get better with your email marketing. Um, you could learn email marketing from somebody who is in the tech industry or somebody who is in insurance or somebody who is in sports, as long as they're good at it, like the specific part that you're looking for the email, it doesn't matter the industry necessarily. Cause I, I think I heard you say that in the question, like, should we stay industry specific? So you can definitely bounce around industries for like a very specific skill set like that. Um, but if you're looking to, you know, I don't know, um, go from a senior level um, associate position to, to a leadership position within an industry, it's probably more helpful to talk to somebody within the industry um, who is a little bit higher up, whether they're that next level or even higher than that, um, to say, hey, I want to get there. How did you do it? what worked for you to what you said earlier, what mistakes did you make that maybe I can avoid? Um, but also, you know, part of like the, the mentorship relationship is, is just general knowledge. And um, I mean, I, I take pretty great pride in um, really trying to understand the sports landscape, especially um, the, the sports landscape in a whole is pretty easy for me to understand because I've, I've, been involved in it since I was a kid. Um, but the women's side is, is the side where I've had to 
do more homework per se. And I've had to have more conversations and learn more because I, I wasn't as exposed to that. So that a lot of it is new for me. And um, so when I say general information, a lot of times the, the conversations I'm having are just filling in the gaps for me to say like, okay, these are, this is what's going on in women's sports. The, these are some of the challenges. Uh, these are the successes that were happening. Um, and this is how we get to, to where we are today. And like getting that general information sometimes can be helpful. Like if you're in, I, I don't know why insurance keeps popping up in my head, but if you're in the insurance industry, um, it's probably, if you want to get to that next level, like a leadership level, for example, it's probably in your best interest to know more about insurance than like the average person in your company even, um, or definitely in your industry, uh, but definitely more than just the average person outside of insurance. Like you can't, you can't expect to be in a leadership position for um, equitable uh, or uh, Wells Fargo or, or something like that and not be able to, to know more than I know about insurance. <laughs> like um, it, it just, it's, it's just not going to work. Like you, you're not going to be able to have the conversations about the industry specific topics in depth enough that like you could do it on a surface level, but you're not going to be able to go in depth. And I think that would really hurt your ability to grow. So like that is where if you're looking to stay in a specific industry, like if you like the industry that you're in and you're just looking to grow, then yes, find people in your industry. If it's a skill set and you can get it from a different industry, like if it's if it's email marketing and you're in insurance and you want to learn from someone from tech, by all means, do it that way too. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers everything I had on today. I mean, obviously, I think we could dive into these topics endlessly. They're both pretty broad, but I think that makes a lot of sense. I love the asking for feedback as far as getting started. I think that's a really great way to kind of streamline the process and grow. And then as far as mentorship, I love what you said about being specific. And I think that kind of ties into you saying you've got to first know what you want. So I think that kind of helps you be straightforward when you do initiate those conversations to ask for mentorship. So thank you so much. I really think that was so helpful. I know for me, I'm like feeling very inspired to be like, okay, there's been a few people I've meant to reach out to, to find a mentor. And I haven't done it because it does. I don't know why, but to me, it seems like kind of an intimidating conversation, especially with specific people. So uh, I love what you had to say. I think that's super helpful. And I guess, you know, if anyone's listening and has more questions and want us to dive in on anything, obviously feel free to share that. Yeah. And next time we have a conversation, our little chat, we're going to talk about how it went. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to expect that you are going to reach out to those, those people. Now we're going to see if you get any responses and how it goes. So stay tuned for, for all of that next time. And thank you, Jamie, for leading this discussion. I'm excited for the future ones as well. And, and like Jamie said, any questions, anybody has, you know how to get a hold of us, but until next time, take it easy.